guys, welcome back to another episode of Where the Magic Happens. My name is Michelle, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about embracing the suck, or as I'm putting it, embracing the silence, because, <laughs> because, um, my friend and I were talking about this, um, a couple of days ago, and I've been reading about it this past week, um, because I've been really wanting to, like, be on top of my readings and be more self-disciplined, productive, working, um, to no longer self-sabotage myself, and, Reading this book has been so um, life-changing. It definitely puts you in that place of perspective and self-reflection. And this was a book I read like a year ago and I read like halfway through it. I never really got through it. And I'm like, no, I need to make it a goal to get through all these books I've been trying to get through for the sake of my own sanity and for my own personal crafting and training in regards to my career. Um, I just want to be able to just have these resources and continue to be educated and just um, in the meantime while I'm self-submitting for auditions and trying to start up my career <laughs> somewhere or my reel and you know all that jazz when it comes to you know creating or manifesting like an acting career or any career that you want to get into in the meantime during my downtime while I'm still unemployed I want to just like really 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 um enhance my knowledge in all aspects of the field and when I find myself because I'm such a slow reader I, I just like it's always very discouraging to really like finish novels or books because it'll take me a lot longer than the average person um to finish a book so I I was reading this book and one challenge was to just like like I wrote to myself like don't like turn your phone off don't even reach for it I don't have the same relationship with my laptop as I do with my phone so I can have my laptop in front of me in case I need to research like a vocabulary word or a concept that the book includes um keep the remote out of the room or away from you because you need to just focus on um getting through a certain amount of pages however long it takes you to get through and I ended up reading about 70 pages in a day which may not sound like a lot for you guys but like it is a lot for me to get through in one day it's like a 200 page book um so I could see myself finishing it in like two to three days but um I would notice that like I really just am very slow with reading because I spend so much time with my imagination and then self-reflecting on what I'm reading and then almost like journaling so I'll like write inside of the book um kind of like what connects to it or sometimes like my mind will we found elsewhere so it's just like I've actually I've actually finally accepted that side of myself. I'm like, okay, I need to stop putting that side down and just love it because I really do love it because I think I realized, um, you know, in school, even though it might it might have been like terrible in comparison or wanting to finish the assignment and all this jazz by the end of the class or having to have a discussion on it, I need time to process and reflect on it. Um, whereas other people can just read through things and automatically just understand what's going on. Whereas... I need to make more connections to expand what I'm reading so it has, I guess, more meaning and depth to me. Um, that's just, I guess, how my brain works. So I used to, like, you know, hate how, like, slow I was. Like, maybe I needed some sort of um, test of a learning disability, which I did want to take, but I think it was quite expensive at the time when I was researching it. But 
um I'm gonna get into the topic of embracing the silence I guess this is just like an intro of like me just talking about the fact that this is the book that I'm um gonna be referring back to when it comes to this topic of silence um because you know I put my phone away I got through many pages of the book I learned how I really work with it and then I learned to accept myself and fall in love with it because we're all different and we all work differently and no matter at what pace we do it at or complete tasks or journeys like with like it's just like a very unique and individual experience that shouldn't have a that shouldn't be a victim to this idea of comparison or expectations um that I found myself putting myself in that box because of like certain memories that would come to my mind where we would be in class and I felt so stupid in comparison to other classmates and if I was called on to answer a question I genuinely would just go blank because I didn't I wasn't given enough time to even finish the reading and then reflect on it. So anyway, um, the, <laughs> the book I'm reading is called At Left Brain, Turn Right by Anthony Mindell. Um, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name, but this book is amazing. The cover says it's um, an uncommon path to shutting up your inner critic giving fear the finger and having an amazing life. And a lot of the beginning of the book talks about really embracing the silence, turning off your phones, really trying to find why, what is this fear thinking that you can't do something and then you make excuses for it. So I'm going to be going into that. I'm like have all this jam packed information um, and it may begin again as a narrative or an introduction, but um, yeah, so I'm really excited because there's a lot here that I want to cover, and then there's even more that I want to share when I, um, was reading this, and I found it as my sort of, um, a sense of meditation that worked for me, um, what I discovered when I was embracing the silence, and then a lot of things that I think that you guys can take from this that I hope really resonates with a lot of you guys that may help you guys um, with your life, your friendships, and even your relationship, especially with yourself. So let's get right into it. Embracing the silence. I challenge you guys to get off your phones. Also, shout out to my best friend, Jen, for giving me this new microphone I'm testing out. So from this distance to this distance, I'm going to see how this sounds. Um... And I'm going to figure this out in the future because when I have guests on, I'll probably use like what I usually use, which is my iPhone micro microphone and then probably this microphone at the same time and see how that sounds, how that resonates. But yeah, um, I challenge you guys to get off your phones. And I think that's very important because we should really dig into what's created or talked about in the presence of silence when we allow ourselves to be submerged into this existence <laughs> that silence gives us these opportunities to explore either with ourselves or with other people. So what I've learned from my experience exercising the presence of silence is that silence allows us to feel. It allows thoughts, ideas, emotions, and more pop into our minds to speak amongst the group and alone with ourselves, often we have the answers. We just don't give ourselves the attention to explore our truths and 
different reasons, conditions, or explanations as to why. There's the ego of our inner critic and our intuition. And within that silence, um, we are able to explore and learn the difference between the ego versus the intuition, um, which in then in turn allows us to apply accordingly through our actions and really change our thoughts as to who we're giving a lot of the attention to and who, which side of ourselves is holding us back. So left brain turn right, the right side of our brain focuses on like feelings, emotions, creativity, a lot that's formed once we're kids, you know, we're entering the world and we just have this imagination, this time to play with each other. We just enjoy our company with everybody around us and with ourselves. Um, And our left brain is what is all of the um, conditioning that comes into play from like a lot of people who surround your life and tell you what you can't do and what you can't do. Um, The TV shows you watch, like everything's being implemented in the left brain. It's like, I guess, like the scientific side of your brain that like steps in to be that inner critic or ego to hold your back, hold you, hold yourself back from exercising the right brain, which is creativity and feelings. So it's really just like uh, really unlearning and then relearning (laughs) a lot of these things that we find ourselves struggling with in our adult lives and that we try to continue to expand on our own self-healing experiences, our journeys and reflections. So when I silenced my phone, um, I saw how it like affected my friendships, my work ethic, my reading, um, like I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast episode, and how it gave me the opportunities to really observe the self and exercise my truths and my feelings and even where I could expand my confidence and why I don't have these confidence, these like resources, um, or I guess like techniques to stop my left brain from exercising the confidence that's screaming to be uh, living, you know, from my right brain. And, you know, I haven't, like, spoken a lot about my travel abroad experiences. I really do want to do an episode about studying abroad, so if you guys have any questions on that, I would love to talk about it. I'm planning a few episodes going over certain topics, but I've, I've always been the person who's who would always like leave the group I'm, I'm like the person if you go out to the club with I need to like leave the group for a little bit just to like go to every single floor just to see what the place looks like see what the vibe is sometimes like clubs will have different floors of different music I kind of want to see how the crowd is the age range um who's really having a good time and who's really just standing around and not really you know, seizing the moment and the experience. So, so I guess like just for me personally, I just kind of just like to see everything from like a bird's view, I guess I can say is like the best way to describe it. Like I just need to leave the group, have my independent kind of walk through the whole building, get a good scan of the place. And then I return to the group, dance with everybody, possibly move on to like different rooms or um, communicate differently with everybody. Because I think that It's more so I'm searching for, like, every single open possibility that the place has to offer, that the environment has to offer. So I kind of just, like, 
I guess I kind of just like to get a good view of everything before I really dive into it. I guess that's just me. It could be like an anxiety thing. Um, but usually in those instances, I don't feel anxiety. I just feel like I just want to see what's out there. I just want to see what's around. And I don't want to have to spend like hours into the night until we find out, oh shit, like this this and this corner of the bar was was lit as fuck. You know, this group, these group of people were dancing having these battles we could have been like a part of or like watching and such and obviously you don't have to stay there the whole time I guess I'm more so like a nomad where I like to kind of just go around different places like if I travel with groups um I could totally travel with groups like friends and all that jazz but I personally just love and need my own space to kind of branch off of the group do my own thing throughout the day meet back up um I, a lot of the times I'll act on what I'm feeling in the moment, like, I feel like experiencing this or, you know, this sense of spontaneity has, like, come up and I suddenly want to see what we just found or stumbled upon. And if anybody wants to join, you're down, but um, if it's something that I feel like I really want to do alone or I want to enjoy my own company and spend that with myself, um, especially if it's resonating with my own personal interests, then I need to be with people who are okay with me being able to do that because I'm going to be doing that anyway and a lot of my friends are chill like I've definitely learned who you can travel with and then who you can travel with and I remember being abroad like literally the people you go in being friends with you don't leave being friends with at all like everybody just like broke apart from their groups realigned um rearranged around who they could really fuck with for the rest of the trip um and then that would just constantly be happening um, but then again, I was in, I'll go into more detail in a future episode, but it was basically a group of 35 people with cabin fever in, in, in a, in a large abbey secluded in the countryside. So obviously we're all going to go mad and that shit's going to happen, but it's good because it kind of brings out who works with who well, like kind of truths and confrontations with people and like where people just don't mesh in certain ways and you know we're young so obviously like going back I definitely would have like handled certain situations differently but I'm really glad that I did do um a lot of what I wanted to do by branching off of the group and I actually really really enjoyed myself um and then I definitely learned like how I can enjoy my own company and being alone and then where there were times where I just felt lonely where I really felt like I needed the right people there because I wanted to share this experience with I wanted to comment or laugh with somebody about what's happening in front of us or that we're doing like something that's like because I love interactive things like doing interactive stuff so I love being able to experience that with somebody else um so there's always that balance of you know, enjoying your own company, enjoying with other people, and I've been doing that a lot um, last year in New York City, but then there were so many times, like, during those times where you feel lonely, where you just feel like, why do I almost feel as though, like, numb or desensitized from the experience? And I think that's something that's worth exploring in the silence that I learned, because I definitely learned that I did not have a lot of self-love for myself to enjoy my own company, and um, what, why is it that, like, I couldn't stand long hours with myself, but then certain situations I could, and what was the, what were the reasons as to why, and then when did it go dry? And in these silences, like, you know, like, we find ourselves, like, having difficulty even 
going to the city, like doing something with ourselves without even having a phone in our hands, a laptop. You know, we can't just sit and just observe um, people around us. I mean, obviously, like a lot of you guys can, we all can. But have you ever have you ever found yourself just like reaching for your phone excessively when there's like nothing going around or you feel almost self-conscious like can I like I've done this before I'm like can I sit in this cafe if I'm genuinely just drinking my coffee and I'm not working and I don't have my phone around or does that look sad like why does that appeal appear to be sad um why do I think that other people see me that way why do I care that other people see me that way and is that the reason as to why I feel like I look sad or feel sad, like I can't just be, you know? So then I would explore that even further with the silence, and then I found myself really discovering a lot of things that I needed to work on with myself, and that I need to really, really, really enjoy my own company and allow myself to have confidence in taking risks and choosing to take part in activities with like the public or locals and such like that like if there's situations where I'm like oh god I want to just like go inside of that like food joint or go inside of that little art gallery but then I don't want somebody staring at me because I'm alone or because I'm not going to buy anything or anything like that like why can't I just choose to do that why can't I just join this um this group of people who are like dancing but then I'm not with somebody who I could like dance with or all that jazz like this is something that I would do if a friend was here like I could go in the circle do it alone but I just need somebody standing there but why can't I just do that with my own company and then I obviously like I learned more about like I just didn't enjoy my company there needed to be more work with my own self-confidence and then taking my conscience conscious con conscious self-conscious conscious conscious fucking conscience off of myself and then what other people thought because like it really doesn't matter like everybody's worried about themselves everybody's chill like life is short you know nobody's really judging and if they are like who gives a shit if you're enjoying yourself then you enjoy yourself you know you can go to like a fancy restaurant even by yourself you can go like um I guess like what I did like in Rome and Spain to places that you usually take a large parties of people to like you can go to that burlesque show by yourself too or you know, go dancing in a club by yourself. I've done that once actually in London. <laughs> now this is turning into a travel story or travel episode, but I'm going to end it real soon. But um, I went to, <laughs> I went to a club by myself in London and it was the most uncomfortable experience ever. And I felt like I just needed my phone as a crutch like I found myself finding so many or searching for so many crutches than just enjoying myself dancing by myself like having fun um I ended up finding finding a group of people but it was so sad because I felt like it was a space that was so packed that like I needed a group of people to dance with and it took me like 40 minutes maybe like even an hour and a worker came up to me and thought I was lost so he probably thought that I was like drunk or some shit and I lost my friends but I looked so sad um I'll probably talk about this experience later on um in a future episode but I just remember how uncomfortable and how shitty it felt and I was like why can't I just dance by myself like why do I feel as though I need people to go with to enjoy this with and of course I think it's one of the things, it's a lot more fun when you can experience it with other people. If you genuinely just don't like the experience of going by yourself to the club, that doesn't mean you don't enjoy your own company. You just enjoy it with other people. Like, that's fine. But this was an instance where I genuinely just wanted to go out to the club by myself, 
but then and I know I would enjoy it but there was some reason as to why I was holding myself back like I needed I needed to find people like I didn't have to like I definitely want to like socialize with locals which I did do and I'm happy about but I didn't like have to feel like I felt so um helpless if I didn't it's like no enjoy the night enjoy the music and see where it leads leads you to you know so I think that was a big thing like even in hostels I was too afraid to kind of really socialize with other people in hostels um and I I watched this film called Queen on Netflix and I really want to go to Amsterdam and I loved her relationship with like people who lived in her hostel because it's kind of like you don't have to stay attached to the group you can branch off anytime you want and that's how exactly how I work um and I want to travel again but I wanted to not be feel like I was alone again or feel desensitized and then I realized I think I just need to open the opportunity to you know not only improve my relationship with myself and enjoy my own company but also be more confident in engaging with people and allowing myself to spend time with them them because I also realized like I had um a commitment well I, I'm talking yeah I have a, I'm like I can be a commitment phobe like I feel like I still want to branch out of the group but if I'm with them do they expect me to just stay attached the whole time like I guess I just have to communicate with that with that that with them but as um the main character in the film did with her roommates like she just branched off and then she got to partake in events with them there was no like obligations to each other they were just all adults hanging with each other having fun experiencing connecting and then moving apart um and I thought that was beautiful like you can all still coexist and I think that was just like a lot that I was learning traveling um because I'm just very like I just love being able to like be very independent and you get to do what you love to do you get to choose your own agenda um but there are times when you want some like company and that's totally okay and you should have company around um but when it calls for it give yourself a chance to experience it but if you do genuinely like love your company and want people there with you that there's that opportunity to work on you know reaching out to people and seeing what works what doesn't work and knowing you can pull out anytime and then find new people or if it's exhausting just continue your day um and changing where you're headed next so I know that's like kind of general and vague like you can go into further detail with that and circumstances and situations um and solutions but that's kind of like the general um idea as to what I was experiencing when I felt like I was so silent just like walking around and there was just like buildings around me and people and everything just felt like I was like it didn't feel like I was very grateful and there were places I experienced that I absolutely loved with company or and with myself and there were other places where I just felt like numb like I just felt like I'm just in another city or I'm just on a piece of gravel with a bunch of buildings behind me before art and nothing of some a substance or meaning or experience is fulfilling me right now like I feel like I'm just stagnant and walking around with that silence being fearful to sit down by myself at a restaurant it spoke it spoke on so many levels that whereas whereas this year where I was going to city and go by myself um or with company I could totally enjoy my own company um there are times where I'm like okay I still need work in this area or that's a new area I need work in with myself but 
I definitely, versus last year when I would go in the city a lot by myself, there's definitely a lot of times this year where I can constantly go and just enjoy myself. Um, so, yeah, and if I ever feel lonely, I just think to, you know, look into it and kind of explore. This is something I would do with, like, friends, so I'd be open to come back and then experiencing that. Um, but yeah, so hopefully I didn't sound so repetitive there, but <laughs> um, returning back to the... Um, concept of embracing the silence um that was just an example that I realized when I was traveling um abroad and then locally in New York City and um I just wrote down like why do we find ourselves falling into habits of quick fixes and I think it's okay to go on your phone social media in moderation and for the the right reasons surrounding your um the content you're consuming to be positive and motivating, like genuinely being very um, careful of what you're um, feeding your subconscious and your your and yourself. Um, but yeah, like why do we find ourselves falling into habits of quick fixes? Um, where is the experience? Where is the feeling? what is this uncomfortable feeling and how intense is it? Like, why do we feel numb so easily? So Anthony writes in his book, um, you kill another hour talking about the things you should be doing, but aren't. And after the days go by, um, we fall into an abyss of fear and loathing and denials and excuses, resentment and despair. This can relate to self-discipline, productivity, self-sabotage, and self-love, all of which have many factors that go into that, but we find ourselves just going straight to these habits of our quick fixes rather than finally sitting with ourselves in silence and then finding the solutions to be productive and find the right actions we can take to get ourselves there. And all of us, all of us like work differently. So there are different actions that allow us to achieve our own objectives. Um, you know, reach like our intentions and desires are still there, but it's the steps we take to really manifest what or exercise what we're trying to finally show up for ourselves for. So it was interesting um, how he shares like the ego versus the intuition and how silence threatens our ego that it wants all the attention. He wrote, who I am is not what I say about myself or even think. It's something greater than the mind's chatter and concerns and fear. We numb ourselves with our daily routines for the sake of our egos, keeping us within our comfort zones so yeah this basically kind of reminded me of my binge eating problem um one summer or a lot throughout the year of one year of my life i would just distract myself just consuming shit junk food like dead ass walk up and down the stairs just constantly like not allowing myself to experience boredom to experience the silence and face myself like i genuinely could not face myself and it's interesting to think um what would finally come to the surface for me to face knowing a lot of what I've been experiencing and learning about throughout my self-healing experience that started about a year ago um like like I believe in divine timing but imagine during that period would I have been able to really understand and move forward from there because you know like I didn't like I've always been somebody to try to be the best version of myself but I didn't have 
that psychology astrology community on Twitter that I did have a year ago that we were able to really identify what certain problems could be or could come from or what conditions could have led to these um, outcomes or as to why we behave certain ways. So it's interesting. Maybe I would have found it at that time. Um, maybe not, but it's definitely like worth exploring. And I think it's such a great resource to go to psychology um, and an astrology because it really allows you to kind of be navigated towards the right places to dig a little further deeper into with yourself and your own truths. Um, because then again, like with our silence, like sitting in silence, like we really do have all the answers to it. We just have to ask the right questions. Um, but a lot of those times when we find ourselves stuck, it's really good to kind of turn to a place of resource, um, of healthy, proper resource, but we can't also use that as a crutch to not work out our own problems. Like, like for example, like you could turn to those places for possible solutions, but there are different solutions because we all come from different backgrounds and reasons as to why this may be manifested in who we are right now but it doesn't define completely who we are right now it just means we just need to take in the information that we've um dived into and then allow ourselves to sit in silence and observe what resonates what aligns and what more needs work within ourselves and then with our with with our relationships with other people um so it's interesting that that came to mind with my binge eating thing like oh shit it was genuinely because I didn't allow myself to just be in silence and feel like as though I was disappointed in myself and I wasn't being productive and there are reasons as to why so next time you guys um allow yourself to feel because we aren't usually even aware that we have those feelings. What's our truths? Like, why? Like, ask yourself, why am I suppressing these thoughts? What are these patterns? Um, then then you can figure out the actions that can be tried, like trial and error, error and made to exercise. Um, self-love, self-compassion, and having, like, conversations with yourself and other people. Like, really be kind to yourselves and explore your relationships with your oh my gosh oh my gosh stop Mackie sorry that was my cat um eating up some paper or scratching up some paper but um yeah because it's so important because we then become conscious and self-aware of ourselves which is very very healthy to exercise um because what we put out into the universe becomes our reality and it's what we then in turn attract so that's why it's so important to observe your thoughts and question yourselves because you may find yourselves operating from a low vibrational place or frequency that in turn the universe is sending those um negative realities that align with your thought process when you're trying to move out of that when you're trying to manifest a better life and place yourself that you're trying to speak into existence sometimes if you just don't believe it or you don't believe as though you can you deserve it or you don't feel as though there's no fixes to it like proper fixes to it then the universe is only going to send you what aligns with what you believe to be your perception of that reality so 
Whew, I know that's a lot. <laughs> um, there's a lot of like details that I could go into here that I'm missing. So I apologize if I don't go into those details. Um, but I think that it's just very, very important to confront yourselves and also confront your friends. Confront if there's ever problems with even like your teacher or relationships with anybody. Um, because a lot of the times we need to act and we sometimes we just need to act before we think I think it's very important to kind of just like sit and reflect and understand before acting and sharing but I think it's also important to act before you think and then explore what's explore your feelings of your like what explore your truths and then explore like the other person's truths and then find uh, find where you guys can um meet at the middle but still work through whatever the problem may be or how you were experiencing that person in the moment um which is something I'm still exercising like confrontations and people pleasing um I'm definitely trying to lean more towards confrontations and I've been recently exercising it and it's very very uncomfortable it's very hard but it was something that was just on my mind and with this, I was like, you know, I'm sitting with the silence. Um, I feel like my ego is being very, dis- being very distracting right now. Like, maybe it just wants the attention to kind of want to continue with this problem. But then again, it's still running through my mind. I feel as though this is some sort of inner truth that I need to exercise because I feel as though I'm turning back on myself. So I need to voice myself. I need to communicate this with with the person I need to confront um so there are times when you need to do that but then there are also times when you don't need to do that and it's like healthy to simply just um write down everything that you need to just release and let out and a lot of the times you'll feel better right after or even like this technique helps out a lot if you visualize yourself as though you're having a meeting with the person like wherever it may be on a couch or sitting in front of each other um, at a cafe or wherever works best um, for you and just like saying everything that you wish you said to them saying everything that you need to say to them and then being able to release that in order to forgive them and forgive yourself and just love it's kind of like they say just love your enemies just love 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 because if you fear if you have any angst with them the universe is only going to send that energy back your way because you need to release that you need to heal that wound within yourself you need to forgive yourself um and you need to just forgive them and obviously like it doesn't mean you it doesn't mean you're excusing what they've done it's it's not it doesn't mean you're turning your back on yourself because you were hurt and you're letting them slide it's not that at all it's genuinely just being able to just forgive even the concept or the idea of them but genuinely just trying to um forgive and then love just send love wish them the best and then move forward because it's the only way you can move forward or your attention is constantly gonna go back to that place and it's okay if it resurrects like drawbacks happen that's totally fine let yourself feel in that moment but be careful of your words and your thoughts and what you wish for just try to pray um be like love send like send them like in silence from afar you can send them that love um wish you the best but what actually helps a lot when that happens is really just grounding yourself um maybe if that literally means like holding like onto your bed or your desk um or even in a public space like something like the wall or something around you and just 
start allowing yourself to feel and allow yourself to really express how grateful you are, what you're grateful for in your life, how grateful you are to wake up today, who you have in your life, being able to be comfortable in the space, um, to be able to do whatever you're doing in that moment, um, wherever you are, like just being able to practice gratitude because I'm still exercising that and it's really, it's really, really, really calming and helpful because it kind of puts in perspective what really matters and how you're able to move on from those people so you're not you're not feeling as though you're holding on to this weight like don't let yourselves sit with that heaviness for so long when you know all of your focus and your energy is going to go to that place um that needs that healing that needs that just needs that time to finally be able to move on from and it does take time like it's it's different for everybody there have been friend breakups where it took me like five to six months to get over and then then others that took me two weeks um and then if they come back you know you can trust that they're gonna leave over time because you know it's temporary you know you can remember the times even when you felt like you were at your lowest but that you always found yourself again on a day being able to be productive and of high energy, really enjoying life. And you remember, you will you will have those days come back to you again. You'll, you get to experience that again. But just in the moment, you're just in this space um, that just may not be of that level of energy. But that it's okay. That doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just a part of the human experience. But it's worth exploring. And it's worth understanding what actions you should take. Either confronting the person directly or visualizing that confrontation to forgive and move forward and that includes with yourself um being able to ask yourselves the questions and really commit to feeling uncomfortable getting out of your comfort zone and facing yourself and knowing that it's okay if you feel like shit but that you can totally change it because this is meant to be a focus on transformation and change and really embracing those fears and silence because those are the catalysts those are the catalysts anthony writes this in his book so i credit him um but those are the catalysts to your transformations every single time um so with that being said he writes because i love to quote him because he has so much great information in his book guys i recommend reading this it's so amazing um but he says we are so not <laughs> in our bodies that we make things to keep us from the constant wheel of doing. Don't find yourselves empty and unfulfilled. Don't leave feeling empty and unfulfilled. And he actually wrote, so there's this like a whole, he has like homework at the end of, the, of it just to try things out. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but a couple things he mentions is this week, don't answer your phone while having a lunch meeting or while you're with someone else. Don't text someone while in the middle of a face-to-face -face conversation with another person. Don't check it every 10 minutes. Don't take it to bed with you and leave it on so you can get hourly tweet updates. Um, the information you think is important and must be answered immediately, I promise you can wait an hour or a full day. Observe how often you reach for the device out of habit. How often you try to keep busy and distracted by playing with the phone rather than just being. How many times have you pretended to be on the phone when you went to a crowded function or pretended to be texting someone or responding to an email? Be honest. We do this out of our insecurity. Um, 
We are so not in our bodies that we make up things to keep us on the constant wheel of doing. What would happen if the next time you were waiting for someone, a date perhaps, to arrive at a public place, um, the movie or a restaurant or a coffee shop, you simply waiting for them? I thought that was actually kind of funny. I was like, wow, if you went on a date and just waited for them at that time and place. Um, what's great with technology, though, is knowing like if something happens, if they cancel or like are running late rather than just standing there waiting so there's that convenience of having your phone of access but I think it's worth trying I definitely I definitely would want to experience it like just like wait for them there um because I feel like for me personally if I'm just waiting for them there and I don't have my phone for those possible updates I start having anxiety that actually like kind of triggers my anxiety where I'm like coming up with so many different scenarios as to what could go wrong if I wasn't prepared to meet them like I need to know exactly what time so I know what to expect so I'm not thrown off um maybe they might be coming from me from behind me from the opposite side of the street like I want to be ready I want to be facing them I want to see where they are exactly turning so I can just fix myself up breathe and then just let it happen you know that's and then I would just go on another tangent like that's how my anxiety would go if I didn't have my phone in my hand so I think that's really interesting to like just do that and just wait for somebody and just let just let it happen just be because that's like in a scene like you're just gonna have to just act you can't think twice you just have to act and then just live your truth um and sometimes that might just be telling them yo you caught me off guard now I'm a little shook and I'm going to be a little shook for a little while. But you know what? That's going to shut off once we start talking or get food in our mouth. So, um, yeah. And then we start exploring and learning about ourselves. And it's actually quite funny. Because um, that's something I've totally, I probably have done before. Because I'm sometimes an open book. And learn to, like, not completely be an open book with everybody. But um, I live my truth sometimes. Sometimes I just got to live my truth. And it actually, when I am able to be vulnerable with somebody else and then I feel as though they're able to be vulnerable with me rather than judge me then they're the right people one and two like it allows me to kind of feel more comfortable in their presence because I just get to be me so yeah like you know anyway I I actually want to do like a challenge in the future for a podcast episode like go on a bunch of dates and kind of just see how that experience goes because I'm literally like I just don't do dating, but that's another thing that I sat in silence with and understood as as to why. Um, but yeah, so he says, like, just be, see what you discover, record your thoughts if you want, um, but try it for at least one week. Um, when you normally reach for your cell phone or distract yourself, um, even with your TV or magazines or celebrity gossip that you end up leaving feeling empty and unfulfilled, allow yourself to feel and reach for your breath instead so take a deep cleansing breath and again and again and as you do you've just had an experience of your being see how simple it is when we aren't distracted he says um and then in those silences you can work off of um inspiration and ideas and epiphanies um so there's a lot creativity left brain turn right but I want to read you guys some of the observations that I made while I was sitting in silence that I think would be quite interesting to share. And they're they're very deep, deep, deep stuff. So you guys are going to get a lot jam-packed shit in this episode. So excuse the grammar, but I'm literally writing what I wrote in the moment um, on like a couple of the pages I wrote in this book. So 
yeah, let me get right into that. And hopefully this doesn't stop recording on itself. Because I need more space on my laptop. So I wrote, you know, when it comes to my career and then finally like working, like being casted, working with the crew and all that jazz. Um, and just like learning as you go along rather than feeling like you need to go in it with everything like answered or already already done i wrote how will you enjoy it and then i I randomly wrote lol remember the that was easy button lol was that an affirmation (laughs) and then ask um um a twitter influencer i follow but anyway i wrote and i might bring the mic closer because i kind of like holding it close to my mouth because i think it's just kind of fun like i'm lizzie mcguire in rome in rome and like i'm singing and shit but anyway Hopefully it's not too muffly if I talk this close to it. But um, I wrote, people-pleasing in the industry. I may have grown out of people-pleasing by saying no, creating boundaries, cutting out the wrong, and making room for the right and space for myself. And what I mean by that is like cutting out the wrong people, um, making room for the right people, and especially for myself, like putting myself first, that self-love. Um then I write, I want to be able to coexist on a stage or set amongst all members, regardless of ranking, hierarchy. I'm afraid I may personally people please by being held by the weight of the hands of the director, co-actors, producers, casting, etc. But I've come to realize I can't feel or think as so anymore because that's a form of people pleasing I didn't know. I still have chained myself to uh i don't know what that says they therefore oh i put they slash everyone is equally as concerned with creating from their spaces to the points of execution i'm afraid that everyone always succeeds at their executions but that i'll always be uncertain and fail through my own it is also subjective though If I were in their positions, I wouldn't want to have to worry about me because I trust self-work and any possible executions manifested because our jobs is only to comment slash note, to guide as an extension to that creativity, not to judge and shut down anyone to nothing. It should always be an exciting and encouraging expansion. Then I wrote, Don't allow the weight to be put into their hands. They'll forever be heavy and of value than for the exploration and enjoyment of self. You can't meet expectations of others because that silences self and it silences group exploration to exist, to expand creativity and imaginations, all of which and how they all align is through communication. Communication is the answer to successful and, enjoy- and enjoyable collaboration. And then I came to another realization um, that as kids, like what we do, our choices, our creations are commented on and judged. Um, Constructive criticism is the encouragement of what has already been created because what has already been created comes from an honest truth from endless places within. So it is an extension and expansion of what more can be created to best align through loving and enthusiastic empathetic guidance the adults or classmates or people who judge our work or put ourselves down with the nose and the that can't be 
and that, that that'll never happen, begins to mold themselves as the inner critic within the left brain that prevents us from living and believing we can achieve through any choice of direction. We cannot give weight to those hands. We can't give them power. We must unlearn. We must heal. We must love. We must coexist and believe in collaborations and explorations and expansions during the process and never feel pressured to be an every momentarily expected finished product among slash below others. So I learned a lot because I was like, wait, that's another form of people pleasing that I would be exercising if I were to pursue this career in acting because I'm putting all the weight into their hands, you know, their expectations and as though like I'm not good enough, you know, when really like it's about collaboration and releasing ourselves from that, from those ideas, you know, because that becomes a reality and then that's what holds us back and like, for example, in my work, I will then hesitate to act on my own truths because I'm just thinking is this right? Is this, is everybody aligning with this? Or am I just a shit actor, you know? But then we can't be self-conscious because then we can't just live, you know? We can't just be because we're, we're thinking about all of that rather than living the truth within ourselves in our own lives or in this procession with our characters, serving the story, working with everybody. Um, like, I was like, wow, I was conditioned and that's where that's where it stems from that that part of our childhood and now that i see that and realize that in my work if i i mean when i do when i do succeed and start you know receiving roles in plays or movies that that cannot be a problem and that that's something that i need to exercise in improving in order so in order for myself to enjoy the process to enjoy this choice in my career um to enjoy um the collaborations that we all get to, like, take part in, you know, it's gonna be very exciting, like, I can imagine, it's very, very exciting now to me, because I'm, like, I just need to trust what I come forward with, and I was watching an Actors on Actors roundtable, and, um, I believe it was Michael, Michael Caine, yeah, Michael Caine, he was saying, um, like, the problem with everybody is that we all think that we have to come in with a masterpiece, when we should just go in and just flop, you know, have the experience, gain the experience, and then move forward, and, you know, keep on learning, and then, again, like what Will Smith says, fail hard, fail often, receive the experience, and it's a learning process, and you never really stop learning, you know, you're meant to learn throughout, rather than how I was conditioned to usually always feel as though I needed to be a finished product, or else I wasn't a great enough actor, so, yeah, and I think that's, what stops a lot of us in any profession from even taking those risks, giving ourselves that chance. So hopefully that helps a lot of you guys out there. Another thing that I actually wrote, and this is going to be one of the couple things I end the podcast with, is that I was like thinking about why do I miss working at Starbucks so much? I said, maybe I miss Starbucks and old co-workers because it was consistent and I was I was a somebody among and alongside that community they they are the past attachments um and I can't draw back to to any of that for safety and security and certainty I must create myself in the unknown uncertainty into the abyss as a free moving body self um, I need to just keep moving forward. 
I'll eventually find my place in the world, but I just need to enjoy the process right now, take the actions I need to take in order to manifest, change my psyche, you know, really continue to try to be healthy, work through my setbacks, and the world will love and know my name. What's your name? Ham- um, Alexander Hamilton. But, <laughs> um, and yeah, like another thing I'll probably mention in a later episode, but um, was like the commitment thing, like in his book, somebody mentioned their commitment phobe and I was sitting with silence again with like past like a recent like situationship with somebody like a friendship and then like all this other jazz that happened um and I was like hold or why can't I date and I was like wait I'm a commitment phobe um and even with confrontations with friends I think I was just so used to expecting that I wouldn't receive respect in return Oh yeah, so I wrote to a friend like, I think I'm afraid of just not receiving respect back or fairness, to be honest, because usually I'm not given that. I have to ask for that when someone does me wrong or have done me wrong in the past. Um, But someone said it's an act of self-love and abuse if you don't act on your truth. And I honestly used to think that it was because, and obviously is probably my truth too, like I just couldn't hurt somebody else even though they hurt me but in turn like that ended up still hurting me but that was being done by me now (laughs) which was not good which again reminds me of this comedian um who like shared that if it gets shaky and um if it's like his netflix special jigsaw if that ended a relationship caused divorces or breakups then it wasn't meant to be withstanding but like now they know, like, if those relationships could withstand that special, then they weren't gonna withstand in the long run. And then my friend actually said in return, she's like, I mean, if you dip, if you deep, if you deep down, if you deep down, (laughs) if you dig deep down, um, and know you won't receive respect, sometimes you want to protect yourself from the truth, um, so that you can keep a friendship or a relationship. And then I had this realization where I was like, holy shit, that's so true because I did that in my last relationship because even when I did confront this person and got shit every day, I would still stay because I thought that would always be expected or what I would receive, which um, would be like that lack of respect and unfairness is what that would equal what I thought I deserved or would always be treated regardless if the person is actually healthy and good um and again like that kind of goes back to that conditioning like I was attracted to people who were emotionally unavailable and would neglect me because that again goes back to childhood traumas because that was the love that I thought I deserved you know that's what I thought I would always receive so I think that's also when I came to that realization when I was confronting a friend recently, I was like, maybe that's why I've been hesitant to even have confrontations or fights with people or even stand up for myself at work or anything like that or ask people to fucking help out, you know, or some shit like that. Like so many factors that come into play. But I think I came to the realization that I just felt like I would always receive that same response and that it's just like I would always just that's just what I deserved, kind of like, we accept the love we think we deserve, perks of being a wallflower, so, um, yeah, there was a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of realizations, a lot of things that I've been learning just by sitting in silence, um, this past week, recently, literally last night, um, but I think it's a good test, you know, 
especially during this Mercury retrograde, damn, it did, damn, it did us, it did us dirty, guys, but I definitely saw how many times the universe, like, brought situations up where I would be repeating patterns as a reminder, um, that, like, no, I've grown in this way, whereas if I had, hadn't grown, if I haven't, done that work that self-work or exploration then I would still be in that place um and that I'm working closer I'm getting closer to all that self-love that I'm hoping to achieve and then obviously continue with because there's never really a destination or a finished product it's always about the process and the journey and the collaborations that get you there that's all the fun um to kind of look back on and then you get to leave feeling um fulfilled rather than empty and numb so yeah a lot of shebangs a lot of shaboos <laughs> but yeah I learned a lot um so hopefully that made a lot of sense I know I was rambling and I went on a lot of tangents but hopefully that all connects to the point of that I was trying to make just embrace the silence get to know yourselves a little bit more your relationships um and just know that these fears and those moments in silence we face we bless them because they are the catalysts and as i'm quoting anthony again they are the catalysts for a tremendous transformation so please 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 try give yourselves um a try and embrace the silence embrace the suck uh (laughs) and let me know if you guys you know make any discoveries um but yeah one thing I thought in mind was like oh if you're like hanging out with a bunch of people at a sleepover circling around you guys just put all your phones away and then you have that awkward silence just like that silence in general just like let you guys let you guys let yourselves feel uncomfortable and awkward like oh conversations run dry and then things will come up but then speak what's coming up in mind because a lot of the times it might just randomly be oh my gosh I'm a terrible partner in a relationship and then you guys can talk about it so it's like again like the whole point is really embracing the silence and improving ourselves um what was I gonna say um and allowing ourselves to feel because these quick fixes we numb ourselves and I really want you guys to feel again I'm trying to feel again it's funny because like a month ago I couldn't feel anything I was like why I mean I've healed but like why can't I feel those shits again that I need to call for for this character and I was like lord let me cry again let me feel and best believe the second mercury retrograde hit the entirety of this past month i've definitely been feeling a lot of emotions and even though it feels like shit i'm just like it's okay michelle keep thinking your positive thoughts what you deserve you gotta learn how to believe to believe them but let yourself feel this shit right now just because maybe you just need to feel it just to release it so allow yourself to feel it because you're gonna need it you're gonna need it and the fact that you faced your fears pat yourself on the back because that was a big step moving forward um so hopefully I can do that a lot in my career um moving forward as an actress so um yeah thank you guys for listening to a jam-packed episode another episode of all this magic where the magic happens my name is Michelle and I hope this resonated with you guys hope you guys um try these challenges out embrace the silence and i'll see you guys next tuesday bye